This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. As while we were worshiping, and you know, sometimes you, you know, sometimes I just have to close my eyes and not depend on what anybody else is doing, but in my heart, say, Lord, Lord, I'm just looking to you. Whatever you tell, whatever you show, I just want you to know you don't have to say anything at all, but I want you to know I worship you. Yes, Jesus. I'm here to worship you. You've been good, God. You've been good. And while we were worshiping this this song right here, the Lord reminded me of a dream that he had given me a long time ago. And, you know, that's that seems so long ago so far away sometimes dreams you put them on a shelf you know if the Lord shows you something a vision a dream uh, sometimes, many times it's not for exactly that moment right then but he seeds it into your life and so like Mary we hold it as treasure in our heart but we put it on a shelf you know? and I, I saw a certain uh, thing uh, just as vivid as I saw it the, the first time. And then I, uh, I just sensed, I felt like the Lord just went and blew the dust off of it. Who's God talking to today that needs the dust blown off of your dream? God's blowing the dust. The breath of God is in this house. God's breathing. The first thing sometimes he has to breathe on those dreams that we've laid up, forgot about, set aside. Is this good and proper? Because there is an appointed time for every word. But when that time comes, when that time comes, amen. I'm not saying it's uh, today for what God showed me. That's the first thing that. I asked, I said, look, but you know, you're, you're closer than you think, and you're nearer now than you've ever been. Amen. Who is that here today that, that's a word from God for you, dusting off some dreams. I believe this, God's going to tell you, God's going to show you, God's going to remind you, and God speaks with words that paint pictures. It might have been a dream from long ago. It might have been. But it's a God thing. See, the vision that you had. He showed you something. He told you something. And you held that as treasure. God says it's time to dust it off. And he's going to breathe on that thing. Amen. The first, the first action is we need to blow the dust off of it. Amen. And then he'll open it back up. Because we put them in shoeboxes, don't we? We set them aside. And, you know, it's treasure. It's special. Significant. But before he can open it up, he's going to blow the dust off of the top. Because sometimes things set for a long, long time. I hear the Lord say, maybe too long. Because we don't believe 
There's no faith is not active. It's just been set aside. It's on a shelf and it's been collecting dust. Who am I talking to today? Hallelujah. Lord, we worship you. You make a way where there seems to be no way. Sing it, Miss Kelly. Sing that part right there. You are the way where there seems to be no way. We, we don't trust in you. Have much time, but I need you to make a move right now. In seven minutes, past Sandy's going to come. So you got seven minutes and counting. You need to make a move towards God. Sometimes you got to reach for it, don't you? You got to sh- not just tell God. I'm believing you, but you got to show God I'm living. Run right now, amen? You need to run to it. Come on up here. This place, this altar is anointed, and I'm going to tell you, make a connection with God. Release your faith right now. you got to, faith can't just hide in your heart. You have to release it. Amen. You show God. You just show God. Father, in the name of Jesus, do exactly what you said you're going to do. In Jesus' name, blow the dust. Breathe on these hearts. Breathe on these dreams. Breathe on these lives and blow the dust off of it, Lord. Activate, activate those promises that we've held for so long as treasure. Provide right now in the name of Jesus. Breath of God, wind of God, blow. Blow through lives right now. Blow through the dust that has collected of discouragement and disappointment and disillusionment and not knowing, Lord. I thank you right now that you're moving. Moving, Lord, because it's just dust. I hear the Lord say, it's just dust. That's all it is. It's just dust. You think there's a whole bunch of stuff standing in the way of God doing what he wants to do. But God says, I'm about to pull the cover off of it, and it's just dust. It's not buried, dead, and gone and put away. It's just dust. Blow on it, Jesus. Come on, worship team. God, we believe for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we believe for it. Say, I believe. A miracle. God, I believe. Oh, I believe. Sing it, Pastor. Move it, Jesus. Special parenthesis, those little two commas on either side. I've, I've, right now, I'm not recalling my training in English, but I know this 
there's an emphasis when you put those little two. What is it? What is it? God's going to speak to you and say, this is it. There's going to be some, there's going to be some, some settling and sorting out of it in your life like never before. Amen? It is going to fit inside of time frames. It is going to fit inside of de defining of the dream. It is going to be just a two little letters, but God's going to put a double whammy, I guess. I don't know. I'll tell you when God decides, you know. <laughs> Emphasis on it. Close your eyes. Put your hand on your heart. Say, what is it, Lord? God, put the this is it inside of your people. Your dream. Your future. Your own self. That we lose our lives in you. That we are absolutely abandoned and totally trusting. The it. Say this with me. Say, it's God. It's God. It, it is God. Is God. It, it is God. Now, is I want God. you to hear this, and Pastor Sandy's going to come. This is a confirmation. That this, I hear the Lord, because you can say one thing in the different emphasis. God will turn the diamond many different ways to shed light on it. But I'm going to say this right now. It is God that you're here today. It is God that's speaking to you today. What, some of you are, 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 are having flashes of that future. And God says, it is God. You've wondered, but it is God. It is God. Hallelujah. Isn't God good? The pastor's going to speak just a little bit to, about... Memorial Day, which is a very special thing. That's a lot of people are traveling and out of town, but it's more than that. Amen. Yeah, Memorial Day, as you, are, I'm sure, are well aware of, uh, is a little bit more than chicken and ribs and a day, a long weekend. Uh, it has a, a powerful uh, past, a history. It's a, a day where we commemorate and we remember memorial is, a, is remembering specifically all those uh, who gave the ultimate sacrifice of their lives uh, that we might know freedom. You know, freedom is not free. It really isn't. Uh, it's uh, real freedom uh, from the example of Jesus we have is, is comes from um, from the sacrifice out of love of, of laying one's life down. And the purchase price of freedom is blood. God's blood, Jesus' blood. Yes. And uh, in uh, America, uh, all of the different, the Revolutionary War, the, the Civil War... The World Wars, uh, Korea, all of these different uh, ones, modern day wars, you realize that we're living in a generation uh, today. 20 years of war in the middle, uh, over in the, the Eastern uh, nations that 
young people, 18, 19, 20, and many have done many different tours of duty. Some of them, uh, some of uh, their survivors uh, lost limbs, uh, lost, all, you know, just tremendous cost. And uh, many, many lives are lost even in the modern day. We have 20 years, two decades of uh, generations now that, uh, that have known war. You know, just because it wasn't here on this soil, uh, you know, the reason why it wasn't here is because we fought over there. So we want to recognize and be grateful to God, but also to all of the families who have uh, today are, are remembering the sacrifice of their loved ones uh, that made uh, a significant, significant difference in uh, the history uh, of the world and in his story. The Bible says, greater love have no man than he lay down his life for his friends. Let's pray. That's the example of Jesus. Father, we thank you for this special day when we stop and we be still and we, Lord, acknowledge and we remember and we thank you and we thank all of the families, Lord, of all of the different generations that... uh, that gave so willingly and gave so freely, Lord, and paid such a price. In Jesus' name, we pray for your strength, your comfort. We pray, Lord, for your reward, both uh, in the temporal but also the eternal. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, all right, guys, listen, we're... uh, I was thinking while you were uh, ministering... uh, during the offering. And I want to say this now, uh, you know, it's easy to get in a rut and life just becomes ho-hum, but I tell you, God's not ho-hum at all. That's right. Get your expectation up, you know. Uh, now, in the world, you can expect trouble and bad news. Yeah. And it going from bad to worse, it seems. But, you know, uh, we're in the world, but we're not of the world, the Bible says, Okay. That doesn't mean that we're we're not facing the same things, whatever. But I have a different expectancy. I ex- the Bible said, David said, my expectation is from you, Lord. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what you can expect uh, uh, from God. We're going to start ministering along these lines. But have an expectation, uh, you know, to hear from the Lord, yes. for the Lord to tell you things, the Lord to show you things, and the Lord to do things. Yes. Do things right now. Well, we'll get over into the message. But anyway, uh, uh, st- sometimes you have to stir yourself up. And the thing you need to do is you need to shut off the bacon that's burning and tend to the other stuff on the stove. Shut off the devil's deal and, and turn on God's deal. Are you listening? Tell the devil to shut up and turn up God. Are you hearing? And it's a matter of just sometimes flipping the switch. You know, uh, I expect God to show up. Yes. Amen. Especially when trouble comes. How about you, Miss yes. Sandy? And, it's, and you know, uh, last week uh, uh, we sowed a, a, a seed because I, <laughs> I we've got some need, you know. But here comes God. He's taking care. Give you sometimes... Uh, 
you know, uh, uh, we've seen God just feels like it rains it out of heaven. Sometimes God just gives you a God idea and a strategy and shows you what to do step by step, you know, have a breakthrough in your life. Amen. But I can testify today that when you have a need, if you, if you have a harvest need, sow a seed. Sow a seed. And expect, because here's the thing, God cannot ignore a seed. That's right. Son of faith. He cannot That's ignore. Right. He will not right. because he cannot. After all, isn't his name. You need to understand who God is. You know, when we talk about giving, order, we, don't, we don't want people uh, to be put under obligation. What we're praying for is for the revelation. Prove God for yourself. Prove God. Amen. And in these days and times, it'd be better to get over into his system and let him be your source. Are you, you know, even if it requires, you know, you got to go to school a little bit. Amen. Nobody wants to go back to school, do they? Like Nicodemus. How are you going to go back in my mama's womb? Well, boy, what a choice of songs today. That one says starting all over again. Amen. Starting something new. Aren't you ready for God to do something new in your life? Well, you got to get done with the old before we can start the new. Amen. And it's a good thing. Uh, we're going to uh, talk today. The title of this message is, uh, um, is Processing Pressure. Processing Pressure. But really, it's, uh, I, I really believe that the Lord, we're, we're, gonna, we're not just going to, you know, this isn't just a little roadside fruit stand where we grab a snack and go on our way. I, I think we need to spend a little time here. And uh, I believe that uh, uh, this term, greater glory, mm-hmm. the greater glory, there is a greater measure for your life of the greater glory. Let me... Uh, uh, before we get started here, the Bible says the glory of the latter house will be greater than the glory of the former house. God always saves the best for last. You know, the second half is where the game is won, not the first. Are you listening? So your better days are ahead. Your greater Days are ahead. The greater things of God, the greater glory is uh, ahead. Aren't you glad you stayed faithful? Yes. Now you can't you don't worry about everybody else, but aren't you glad? You know, I mean, uh, sometimes you know, just showing up. See, sometimes you just got to have a life that I just keep showing up. I just keep presenting myself before the Lord today. And I'm going to do that tomorrow, the next day, and all that time. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep showing up. I'm not going to give up. I see a lot of folk that give up. See, faithfulness, it's required first of a steward to be found faithful. A faithful person shall bound with the blessings. Faithful, faithful, faithful. Well, in order to be faithful, you've got to stay full of faith. Well, what happens? I don't have much faith. Go get full. Do what you need to do to get full. Amen. We'll give you a little dab today. But if your bucket's empty, look at your neighbor and say, you good news. He's going to be drinking out of a water hose today. Amen. Because <laughs> the greater glory is greater. Amen. All right. We want to uh, look at some scripture 
uh, over uh, here. And uh, I want to talk today a little bit um, uh, about, uh, and perhaps you, you can find yourself, have you ever found yourself faithing it? But feeling it. Let me say that again. See, I, I'm faith in it, but I'm feeling it. And uh, we're talking about processing the pressure. You know, problems create pressures in our life. And we can take this stance. A lot of time, it, it's easy to think it's working against us rather than working for us. You know... Uh, Especially in this time of turning. I really believe that uh, both spiritually and naturally, this is a very significant year. Very, very significant. What, what makes it special? Well, it, if you, you know, do a little bit of digging around, and sometimes you've got to dig around for yourself. If, you know, uh, like Daniel, he set himself to understand. You know, you're not going to get everything, you know, all in one uh uh, you know, you, we don't get in the car and then we're there, you know. See, we get in the car with the Lord and then we take a journey. And this is a special year in that if you if you do a little bit of homework, it's, it's called the Shemitah year. It's very, that's very important. Um, and basically, it is, a, it is a year of separation for a preparation. That's that's you know uh, I'm I'm a I'm a lifelong learner and I sure has uh, have uh, not it's not something that I thought up. I, the Lord started talking to me about it and I said, God, I don't know how to do that. I don't understand that. But the Lord kept saying, This is a and uh, according to the uh, 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 Israel's calendar, it is a shemitah. Uh, year the you know the ancient calendar that God works off of, and then we have of course our Gregorian calendar. But anyway, long and short of it, it's a significant special attention, extra oil, a separation year, preparation year, and uh, so it's not really business as usual. Have you noticed that on the outside that it doesn't seem like it's business as usual mm-hmm. this year? Yeah. Anybody in the house that it, it's not? Uh, uh, you know, you'll hear people say it. They say it in different terms. Because I've never seen anything like this. <laughs> on, on top of the two years that we've just come through, I would say we've been we've been in a shaking for an awakening. How about you? <laughs> Amen. You know, sometimes problems they wake us up, don't they? They're wake up calls in our life, aren't they? Amen. And then the pressure, you know, uh, we, we live in an instantaneous society where we just want some sort of an event that fixes everything. And, you know, God is a eventful God, but he is more a God of process. Yes. So in the, as a principle in life, there's event, there will be an event, then there's a process. And it's the walking it out while God is working it out that we have... Uh, to have faith and patience, and one of the things where that you're gonna we're gonna find that problems, not just little problems, but big problems. Problems are part of life, and there's pressure. So a little problem might have a little pressure. You know, like uh, you drank a lot of, 
you know, liquid in your travels, and now you have pressure, and you need to find a place to relieve that pressure. Amen? Is that graphic enough? You understand? But there's a greater problem if you got, you know, uh, gas is $6 a gallon, and you've only got $100 left and 1,500 miles to go. There's a little more pressure. The bigger the problem. Amen? How many of you have found that there's some things uh, uh, pressing on your life, pressing on your resources spiritually, pressing on your on your spirituality, pressing on your faith, pressing on, you know, how many of you have maybe find yourself, I shared with Sin the other day, I said, Sin, every day I get up, I'm just telling you, I said, I have to fight not to be overwhelmed. I mean, I, I'm fighting to not be, it just seems overwhelming. And it's not just the, the negatives, it's the positives. It's the challenges in life that are demanding changes in my life. That can just, it, it just, it, feel, I'm faith in it, but I'm feeling it. How many of you would say it with me, say, I'm faith in it too, Pastor. And I'm feeling it too, Pastor. You know... <laughs> I'm sure we have some commonality. We're all the same, but we're different. Isn't that right? Your circumstance, situation, your problems, you know, there's some commonality there. After all, aren't you glad, you know, tell your neighbor, say, I'm glad you're in this with me. Don't judge me. I ain't judging you. <laughs> no shame, no blame, amen. We're not looking to blame anybody. I mean, I've had to look in the mirror of God's word, you know, and, and uh, uh, I can't blame God. I can't really blame the devil. I have to look at me and say, you know, it wasn't Pastor Sandy and the dog. It's not, you know, it's Bruce Whitehill, amen. The challenge is that I have to change. Change isn't easy, is it? But it's easier when we're under pressure. Because <laughs> in training for ruling and reigning in life, and that's what you're in. This trouble is training. You're not in trouble. You're, this trouble is for training, for ruling and reigning. Amen. And it challenges us uh, to change. It absolutely does. Uh, and especially in a transitionatory time and and. And fitting perfectly in the plan of God, we are in a real transitionary year. The Shemitah is a transition year. It's the seventh year uh, between the two sixes. The cycle of six. Uh, the seventh is the reset. How many of you feel like that you're being reset? How many of you like resets? Because see, the position you're in, the put God pushes the button. Now you're, it ain't you ain't there no more. <laughs> you're not really in limbo. You know, you're with God, but you know He is transitioning you. He's setting you up for a step up. I wish, I know that you're listening out there. You know, and I really don't need you to pat me on the back. But every once in a while, if you just breathe out, and go hmm, yeah. Yeah, amen. Some sort of response lets me know that you didn't die and we got to raise you from the dead before we go home today, amen. Amen, Pastor. There you go, thank you. All right. Uh, 
you want to kick in anywhere around there? Well, my pastor <laughs> said the Bible does say that we will have troubles, tribulation, pressure, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in this life. But thank God mm-hmm. we've got the greater one yes. living on the inside of us, you know. Uh, you know, in Ephesians um, 6.12, it says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. See, if we're not careful, you, you'll start wrestling, you know, with one another uh-huh. instead of wrestling, you know, uh, with the the uh, with these uh, spiritual uh, things that we need to be fighting against, it's not about flesh and blood. You know, there is an enemy, there is a devil. You know, and what's the whole uh, thing if he can get you so bogged down in trouble and care and pressures of life? You know, he wants you to he wants you to back up from prayer, back up from uh-huh. church, back up from believing, you know, back up and don't have no joy, don't have no peace, then you're not a witness to know. But you see what I'm saying? It's a cycle. If he can get you to get under that pressure uh-huh. and try to do it in yourself when we need to be trusting God, because that's where the peace is. See? You know, uh, like we, you know, been saying, and, and, and I know I've ministered to this people, you know, we've got to trust God. If you're not trusting yes, God, then really you're doing the, it. That really then you're is trying the to message. fix it. So if you're at work, then that means God's at rest. Get that in you. I'm telling you, that's just something the Lord dropped in us, you know, this year. You know, you be at rest. Yeah. Then that means God's at work, but what's it get down to? That means now you're really trusting him with no matter what's happening, no matter what they're doing or not doing, no matter what's happening in your life, you are going to trust God. You're not going to give thought to that, to it, to the problem, to what you're feeling, to what you're not feeling. You're going to say, nope, thoughts, you got to go down at my feet, and I'm going to step on you and declare the word of God, and I'm going to believe what God has said, because then what's going to happen? Now peace is going to move in, faith is going to rise up, fear has to leave, doubt has to go, unbelief, sickness and disease, stress, all of that, see, has to go when we resist the pressure to fall into the enemy's trap. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was thinking when you said the Bible says we'll have trouble, you know, tests and trials, temptations, tribulations. I remember hearing a long time ago, uh, back in the day, uh, for those of you that are still wet behind the ears, did they still use that expression today? You know, I'm not sure what that means, but to me it was, you know, it juxtaposes against back in the day to those who are wet behind the ears. I used to hear this saying, said that uh, this lady came up to uh, a preacher and he was, of course, you know, preaching along these lines and, you know, preaching the promise and victory and uh you know, turning towards God. She said, well, bless God, brother. The Bible says that we're going to have a tribulation and I'm a tribulating. <laughs> you know, you can, you can, you know, you can make a pet out of trouble. 
Some people are addicted to trouble. They don't know any other way to operate. Now, you're going to have trouble in the world, but trouble is we have to overcome that. Jesus said, but be a good cheer. I have overcome the trouble. See, if we're going to follow Jesus, then we're going to have to overcome the overwhelming. And choose to believe God's word. Absolutely. See, there's the difference. You and I, every day, we get up and we get to choose. You can choose to be happy or you can choose to be sad. Mm -hmm. You can choose to be mad or you can choose to be glad. Mm -hmm. You can choose to be full of God's glory and love or you can be, you know, choose to full to be, you know, what you're feeling, what you're seeing, hate and regrets and the what ifs of life or you can choose his promises that are yes and amen for each and every one of us. We can't go back and fix what we did back then. Right. We cannot go back and look, we all deal with that. I don't care if you've been saved one yeah. day or if you've been saved 60 years. There's times that those little things come up or something happened or something reminds you, oh, if I had just not did that or if I had have done this, mm-hmm. oh, God, where would I be now? We have. Or if I made that choice or made that yeah. choice. But I'm going to tell you, you cannot live in the what ifs because mm-hmm. remember, if we keep l- looking in the rearview mirror, then you're not going to go forward. Mm-hmm. See, you're going to have to look forward to the things and say, you know what, I can't change that back there, but I can start to do better today. Yeah. Let me learn from what I could or should or would have, and let me just do better now today, and let me move forward Faith. in the things of God. And do you forward. know that God can yeah. bring forth and restore what the enemy took from you because you may go, well, God, I've lost 20, 30, 40, 50 years of, you know, or five years or whatever. But do you know that God can bring all that back just like that? I will restore the years. Years. Yes. God is a redeemer even of time. Mm -hmm. How does that translate? Is it that your latter years will absolutely swallow up your former years? Amen. Is that possible? Remember, Pharaoh, yes. Pharaoh had a dream, two dreams, and the uh, and the bad swallowed up the good. Well, you know, vice versa. Mm-hmm. If it works one way, it yes. works the other way. Mm-hmm. Amen. The good will swallow up all the bad. I say, God, when He yes. turns it, and see, there's yes. the thing: we have a cho- a choice every day to turn towards God yes. or turn away from God, and we have a choice of what we eat, what we feed. Yes. What we feed on. Do we feed on the world's fodder or we feed on the word of God? And the word of God will strengthen you. The word of God will build you up. The word of God will give you that inheritance from God that is for all of the saints. But the world will tear you down. And if you're praying in the spirit more than you're thinking about your trouble, God will bring the answer, Mm -hmm. you know. And I was thinking about uh, this, you know, uh, we were at the farm busy and I was praying in the spirit and the Lord had been dealing, you know, talking to me about this stuff for weeks, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, all of a sudden I turned on this special meeting that was going on and oh my Lord, what, just think about that. They were talking exactly about what the Lord had been dealing with me about, you know, 
about pressure, about cares, about giving thought, exactly what God had just been saying. But And I listened to the Spirit, though. I could have just said, no, nah, I don't have time. I'm out here, you know, at the farm, you know. But I clicked on my phone, did what God told me to do, and oh, Lord, you know, won't God just meet you where you need, just confirmed what he had already been saying. And I, just, and I just fed on that and listened to that faith. and got re-encouraged, you know. But see, that's why you need to be listening and paying attention. We're, and then put yourself under the word of God and yeah. listen to it. Faith not just on Sunday. Comes. Faith comes yes. by hearing. And, you know, it's good. That, but faith, have you noticed this, Sandra? You know, uh, I need the faith forward mm-hmm. today yes. but i can't drag you know tomorrow i'm gonna have to faith forward again mm-hmm. yes. i need faith for that day yes. jesus talked about it. he goes to listen you know he goes don't get too far out ahead of yourself and certainly don't be trying to just you know keep you know turn around and going back he said today yes. you need to feed your faith today when, you need to choose god and when you keep your mind set on him mm-hmm. It promises us in Isaiah over there, then perfect peace will come. Perfect peace. That ain't no peace, honey, you can get from anything or anyone yeah. except from God. But yeah. what he said, you got to keep your mind set on him, your thoughts on him. Not on everything else. Keep your thoughts on him. Look, there's nothing wrong. We're all going to, you know, have days and time. Just don't stay there. Mm-hmm. When you catch yourself feeling like you're going down, you better get turn on the word, turn on some mm-hmm. preaching, get on the podcast, listen to some preaching, and then put that junk under your feet and stomp on it and mm-hmm. say, no, I'm not giving thought to that. The only thoughts I'm giving to are to the word of God yeah. that are blessed and lovely and true and have promises and, and have good things in store for me, going to direct my steps mm-hmm. and bless me and bring peace into my life, perfect peace. Yeah. As you feed on the trouble, it's going to, you know, you're going to go down with it. You have to feed your faith. You, you know, you don't have to, but, uh, you know, um, it doesn't take too much of that other stuff to dilute it down to where you're powerless. See, and powerless, uh, uh, you know, some indicators of that is that we become, we become hopeless and feel helpless. We're faith in it, but we're feeling it. Well, you know the, you know you you got to be. We have to be careful that the feeling it doesn't take over the faith in it. Yes. The yes. faith in it needs to take mm-hmm. over the the feeling it. You know, um, the the Lord really shared with uh, uh, this with me in my private time with Him because man, I you know when pressure comes. I find out for it to work for me. It, it's to turn me. It's either going to turn me towards God, yes, yes. you know, or it's going to turn me away from God. Those are the two choices that I that I have. And so, uh, when pressure comes, you know, uh, I've learned over time to turn towards God sooner yes. rather than than later, like Sam said, you know, not be wrestling with the flesh and blood of the naturals, so to speak, you know, only. But to realize that, you know, uh um you know, um the only way to victory is to take uh the is to is to take the longer range view and to 
and to see a bigger picture. See? And I want to read a scripture uh, Let me just share something out of this. Because yeah, sure. remember, what, what the fight is for, what the enemy is after, mm-hmm. it's not about where you are. Mm-hmm. It's about where you're going. It's about where God's taking you. See, and that's what the fight's about. Because if he can get you to stop right now, if he can get you to quit, if he can get you to back up, if he can get you to compromise, you know, in any way, shape, or form, it's that he knows I've got their destiny in God. I've got their future. If I can convince them right now to shut up, quit, back up, or just, Mm -hmm. okay, it don't take all that. I don't need to go to church anymore. I can watch it from my phone or TV when it's convenient. I can read when I want to, pray what I want to. Look, I've survived this. Then, man, see, you don't need all that. If he can get you mm-hmm. to compromise in any way, see, it's about where God's wanting to take you. So don't give up now because the fight is not about where you are. It's about where God wants to take you, which is greater Bigger, better, and what's the ultimate reason Mm -hmm. for God's kingdom? People for our life. That's what it's all about, the fight to get you to stop so that you won't affect and touch and change lives Mm -hmm. that need to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, of his goodness, of his wholeness, of his healing, of his power, how to live a victorious life, how to have peace and joy. Amen? Mm Mm-hmm. I want you to take that truth um, of what Pastor Sandy just said, because it's going to fit in with these scriptures that we're going to read here in just a second. But I want you to take that, and I want you to take the truth of uh, of that you know taking a different position of that that there's a longer range view for you than just right now. There is a bigger picture that God is working off of. And because it's such a bigger picture, that's why it's taken so long. Who am I talking to today? All right. These scriptures we're about to read here, in uh, um, it's over Second Corinthians 4th chapter, 17th verse. I'm going to read a, a few different translations of it. Right in front of this, uh, the 16th verse says, it says, so, so we don't give up. That's where, that's where the pressure point is. The devil is trying to get your faith in God. If he, get, if he get, can get your faith in God, get you separated from the, uh, the thing that produces faith in your life, get you disappointed, disillusioned, yes. mad at God, blaming God. See? Oh. Uh, because God is a process God. God hears you when you when you when you first cry out to Him. But sometimes there's demonic interference between the answer coming into your life. There's where faith comes in, is in the delay. Maybe the delay isn't from God. Maybe it's a demonic delay. Get the devil in your deal. <laughs> like me, got a dog dilemma. <laughs> Just anyhow. Um. It says that it says so, it says we don't give up because whenever you find the word for you need in scripture you need to say well what that what's that there for <laughs> see uh, it says so we don't give up for 
our light momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. New Living Translation. For our present troubles are small and won't last very long, yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. For this English Standard Translation. For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comprehension. Oh. I can feel the resistance happening right here where people go, well, you talking about light. This is something. Now, here's the thing. Jesus said this, that he had overcome the trouble. He said, yoked together with him, his burden is light. If it's too heavy, and didn't, didn't, didn't we see some words up there on the screen about it being too heavy? Just a little while ago, or maybe I missed that boat. I thought I read that uh, on the lyrics. But, you know, see, see God it knows he is going to do the heavy lifting. But he'll let you strain and pain and struggle and all that. If you, if, if you, you know, like Sin said, you know, if you're working, God's resting. Have at it. Go, okay. You know, I'm not going to fight you over it. Yes. God's not our enemy. You just stand there and wait till you. <laughs> you go, yeah, you want me to help you? Well, I've been begging you to help me. See, begging God don't get nowhere. Have you? Begging God is not faith. Amen. Uh, we're going to get way down deep in this, but you know, you know, understand that where God is concerned, He go, is that all you need me to do? Is lift the heavy burden to destroy the yoke? Well, yeah. And won't God do it? If you'll watch God do it. Now, He'll give you the light end. You know, pretty much most of it goes, here, hold on to this promise right here. You just hold on to the promise. Don't you need? No, just trust me. And then God take care of it. I say God will take care of it. It'll be the devil's own idea to get. When God get. When, when God tell the devil get, he get. Understand. The Lord will fight your battles. There's some things that the battle isn't yours. The battle is the Lord's. But you and I must have to trust him. We have to trust him and let him work it out. I know some of you are struggling. You know, let that be your struggle then. <laughs> because, you know, struggling with the big end of the stick, you know, how's that working out for you? Hmm? Are we getting anywhere? See, let the struggle be that I'm going to, you know, I'm going to cut all that out and I'm going to go find the promise yeah. and I'm going to stop begging and whining and yeah. painting and struggling over the problem. Amen. The, the, the solution to the problem is find the promise, Amen. Hear, hear, the, hear what he has promised, and yeah. then, are you listening? Yeah. Struggle to get to the rest of faith. And the rest of faith is, all right, God, you're going to have to work it out because I can't. And I'm not going to. I'll do whatever you tell me to do. Just tell me what to do. But I'm not begging and whining or crying. Amen. There's a part for that. You know, don't think you're so spiritual that, you know, I mean, boy, I'll tell you what now, you know. 
<laughs> I've driven through the gate down there this last week. You know, uh, the Pharisees say, God, you've got to help me. Amen. Them eight puppies are driving me crazy. God, I can't stand you. got to, you know, little wet rats. And you say, you know, God, please. You know. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Are you listening? You probably, you might have some little yippy, yappy puppies that are meeting you at the gate of your life sometimes. And it's less than perfect circumstances and you just need that to be gone, but it's still a process, isn't it? Till you get in faith, it's going to just keep on going. Amen. Well, uh, he says it's momentary. He Amplified Bible says this, for our momentary... Light distress, this passing trouble. See, your trouble, this too shall pass. It's momentary. Well, it's been going on a long time. Well, it puts pressure on every point in our life, you know. But see, the pressure point will be the breakthrough point Mm -hmm. if we turn towards God. The thing that we can rejoice about is that God has every intention and purpose and he has already got plan, a plan and plans if necessary to put you through, to bring you through that and for you to have a breakthrough in your life. Amen. Like never before. So that this enemy you're facing this day, fear, confusion, disorder, Things not being right. Amen. Not knowing the truth and having bondage as a result of that. He said this enemy, whatever it is, whatever you can call it, but it's an enemy behind of that. It's the devil taking advantage of what you don't know. Because when you continue in his word, you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. This seems like the, the devil says, this is how it's always been. It's how it is now, and it's only going to get worse. You're never going to get rid of this. Well, here's the thing. We're going to get rid of you, Jack, and it is going to go with you. And the way we get rid of you is if we turn towards him, and I'm going to get rid of the lie Are you listening? That's going to be removed because I'm determined that God's going to replace it with the truth. I'm going to know the truth. And the truth is that, now listen to me, then you can speak to it. Because a lot of times we're not speaking to it, are we? We're not walking in ruling and reigning and in the authority of that. you got to talk to it. Oh, moving right along. We'll get we'll get there. It says, "Our li- our momentary light affliction, um, this trouble is producing." Do you see the, these words? It says it's producing. It's working for us. It's achieving. Now, what is the trouble? The negatives. The pressure. See, when we, it will get us on the right road. It'll get us going in the right way when we turn towards God. And there is, now listen, it says this. uh, It says, it is producing for us an eternal weight of glory, a fullness beyond all measure, surpassing all comparisons, a transcendent splendor, and an endless blessedness. 
God's working a blessedness in our life to bring you into that's an eternal place. That then you can actually say, you know what? This thing I'm looking at, I'm not going to have to look at this in the same way again. I'm going to overcome this overwhelming, and it ain't ever going to come and overwhelm me again. I'll never be overwhelmed again by that kind of thing coming into my life. The devil can't pull the same trick the next time because I now I know the truth. The lie won't work no more. The deception. The Bible says one of the mark of the last days, it says, see that you are not deceived. You can't turn on the news and expect that. Are you listening? You better turn on the good news. And you better even be choicy where that is concerned. See? Don't just get the TV dinners that are mass producing, you know, cardboard stuff you put in the microwave. Read the facts of the... Come on, Tiffany. Help me a little bit. Just say, you know, I mean, you know... You need to know more about it. See Tiff afterwards, you know. She ain't into, I ain't call names so we don't have no lawsuit, but I'm just telling you right, right now, you know, there's more to life than that, you know, that thing you get in the freezer and just pop it in there. It might taste good. Is it good for you? It's the same thing, you know. Well, I just need to keep turning this dial till I find somebody's going to tell me how to be a millionaire next year. There's got to be some preacher out there that's got some kind of cloth or... I ain't even going to go there. You know what I'm saying. I mean, you know, I just need a quick fix. Tell me how to get rich quick. (laughs) Amen. God's a God of process, isn't he? And nothing against preachers. You understand what I'm saying. But you find you a good one that will tell you the truth. That will actually look you in the eye and say, well, we didn't get into this. Overnight, we probably ain't going to get out of it overnight, neither. I lost a lot of them. I wish you would have said amen. Can't you just say amen? (laughs) You ain't even going to say amen. Bless your heart. We're going to have to walk it out. Uh, We don't have time to keep on going down through here, but we wanted to introduce this today. We're in a turn. We're at a turning point. How do you know? Because we're coming to a breaking point, aren't we? We're in it. We're, there's pressure, and this thing is going to come to a breaking point for you as a Christian. You know, the devil wants to break you down. God wants to break you through. The choice is yours. It's up to you. Amen. And it does determine some on what we do. If we turn towards God, to turn towards God, you know, here's, a, here's the ultimate fail-safe, you know. When you can't hear God, you can see God. Mm-hmm. Are you listening and hear what he's already said? And out of what he's already said, you'll hear him say something, and it will show you something. Yes. Yes. See, you need a promise for the problem. Is the, because that's, the promise is for provision. It's for provision. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, part of that, not warring against flesh and blood, I feel like sometimes I'm at war against myself. The shoulda, coulda, woulda. You know, the shame and the blame. You know. Some people claim that there's a woman to blame, but I know it's my own fault. (laughs) You ever had that for your theme song? The ladies could sing, you know, 
some people claim it's a man to blame, but, you know, same thing. It boils back down to, you know, but I know it's my own fault. But, you know, the Bible says those that are in Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation. And you know the difference between conviction. Conviction gives you a way out and a peace that when we, and pressure, for, here's how training works. There's pressure, and when there's compliance, there's release. Condemnation will put pressure on us, but it'll never back off. And the compliance it wants is destruction. But see, with, with God, conviction, there's a pressure that's there, but when there's compliance, see, there's correction in a different direction. And there's release. Amen. Freedom. Freedom into our life. Amen. And there'd be no shame and no blame. Are you hearing? The devil just took advantage of what I don't know, but I can fix that because I'm going to go the one who does know. And I can be filled with the knowledge of his will. Now that's good news. That's good news. See? We're... You, you and I have a lot of things, and understand this, that this is mainly all of this mess. Remember, under the blessing, it gets better. Under the curse, it gets worse. So you've got to determine which river you're going to ride in. Amen? And if it's getting worse, pull your little canoe out of that one. Amen? And... You know, get in the other. Get in the flow of God's know. There is a knowing that's always flowing. And boy, you can tap into that, you know. Uh, just as easy as say, Lord, I'm looking to you. Lord, I need you. Amen. And I do recommend being born again. If you're not born again... You know, this has never been a better time to turn towards God and to go God's way. See? But you're going to have to be willing to say, I'm done with that. I'm ready to go. And listen, you know, God will change you from the inside out. He'll take away all of the want to. You know, I believe that God's opening up eyes, unstopping ears, turning hearts, and turning lives in this day and time. You know, there is revelation that when it can find an application in our life. And let me offer you a jumping off place right now, you know. Uh, Pastor Ron's going to, uh, if you will, Pastor Ron, I always say Pastor Ron's going to come. That's, uh, you know, uh, brother, we appreciate you. I don't ever want to take you for granted. Thank you for coming. Amen. I just believe that... Uh, uh, music is like the medicine that makes the penicillin go down much easier. Amen. Uh, it opens hearts, doesn't it? And I pray that you'd open your heart to God. I believe God's working. God is at work. God is working in lives. And this turning and the pressure, you know, let's process it properly. And that would be to turn towards God. That would be to trust God, to choose to trust God. Because trusting God is simply at its very essence, the seed of it. The, it's a choice, always a choice. It's a one-time choice. 
you know, to swap gods and to change kingdoms and, you know, trusting Jesus, believing that God sent him as a substitute for us and that he died for us so that we didn't have to die paying the penalty for our own sins. never been a better time than right now you know it's like planting a tree you know the best time was seven years ago but if it didn't happen then right now today is the best time see to let God uh, do something in your life that's more than just a band-aid let's get this let's get this thing completely changed the challenge is do you want to change well, I know the one that changes everything, and the Bible says that he makes everything beautiful in its time. And I can assure you, as you trust the Lord and you'll turn towards him, you know, this too shall pass. But we got to get you going in a different direction. So if you're ready to do that, let's pray this simple prayer together. Dear Jesus, come into my heart. Get me out of the way I've been going. I choose your will and your way for my life today. And I thank you that you don't turn anyone away that's sincere and authentic and genuine with you. And Lord, I mean it with all my heart. I give you my life. And I thank you. Amen. Now, if you prayed that simple prayer, you can take God at his word and you'll, you'll find that he will prove faithful and true. He is worthy of all of our trust. You can trust him. And if you've really been having you know, trouble and you're, you're really challenged and you need some things to change, God says, well, the first thing that really needs to change is inside uh, of you. See? Stop trying to do it on your own. Stop stop thinking that it's going to come from the outside in. No, it's going to come from the inside to the outside. Because real faith is that the battle is the Lord's. He's the heavy hitter. He's the heavy lifter. And all he wants us to do is trust him. He'll show you what to do. He'll tell you what to, uh, what to do, you know. But the transformation that we want comes from, you know, we may need to change the information. But I want to recommend that the information we're looking for is a revelation from God. And that when there's an application of that, when he tells you and shows you what you need to do, see, there will be the transformation, the renewing of your mind, the Bible says. And when we find the, we find what God's thinking about it, what God's thoughts are towards that, which are higher, they're greater than ours. We just read it, says the Lord says, well, you need to take a different position because you think this is going to be, uh, this is going to destroy you. And he said, this isn't going to destroy you. He said, this is working a far greater weight of glory. There's a song that sings, it says, well, don't kill you, make you stronger. Well, the devil wants to kill you, but God wants to make you stronger. 
Amen. David said in a place, it's good that I had trouble. I was afflicted. I had the adversity because now I keep your law. And God's law, see, for your life, that law of love. The Bible says this, uh, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. It goes, there is no, against the nature of God, it said there is no law that's higher than that or can prosper against that. I still believe that the blessing will beat the curse every time. Amen. And he's working a blessedness in your life. Well, until the next time, we're going to uh, we're going to leave you with uh, this. Our prayer for you is that you would have a heart that's at rest. I want to congratulate you if you've given your heart to the Lord for the first time or you've turned towards God for this time. See, uh, God's working a blessedness. And we pray that you'd have a realization of how blessed you, very, uh, you are, how very blessed you are in trusting the Lord. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.